Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, y'all look so good today. Sure do love you, care about you. Want to feed you. You ready to be fed? Got your Bible, something to take notes with today. We begin a brand new series called Satan, Demons, and Angels. Satan, Demons, and Angels. So if you have your Bible, let's hold it up. Let's make our confession. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Today, I will be taught the uncompromised word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will not leave the same as I came in Jesus name. And every time I come to church on the rock, my faith and my life get stronger and stronger. Let's thank God for the word. Amen, somebody. Oh, thank you, Lord. You, you do realize there are Christians across the world being beheaded for their faith this morning. You do know that, right? There, there are Christians around the world that if they're caught with a Bible today, they're beheaded. They can't even carry one. We are so blessed. I am so thankful for the freedom and the privilege we have to gather bring our Bible without worrying about getting murdered for carrying a Bible. Come on, somebody. I, I can tell from the response. You didn't ever think about that. You need to think about that. You realize that uh, overseas, a lot of Christians think we're in the tribulation right now. A lot of them are being beheaded for their faith right now. They're being murdered for the Bible. Can't have a Bible. You know, that's how we work with Marilyn Hickey and we work with Guinea, getting Bibles into China underground, things like that. So I'm thankful. Six of you are. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Amen. I know you are. Praise the Lord. It's kind of priming the pump. Amen. So I want to give you a disclaimer right up front, you know, that uh, what I'm going to teach for the next few weeks in the month of October, Halloween, the world celebrates. We have fall family festival as an alternative for you and your family that's safe and fun and Christlike. But everybody's thinking about ghosts and ghouls and demons and devils. And so what a great time to teach a series on Satan, demons and angels. But I want to say right up front, um, you know, I'm not into debating. I don't debate with people never have for 40 years. People try to debate with me over different stuff. You never win with a debate, with an argument. What I'm teaching you today and next week and the following weeks is simply to arm you and to equip you and so that you can be up in a down world, so you can be victorious as a Christian. Now, if you say, Pastor, I've never heard that before. Most of you probably haven't. I taught it years ago. I thought I'd bring it back out now for such a time as this. But if you don't agree with it, that's okay. You don't have to agree with what I'm going to teach today to go to heaven. Can you say amen? amen. You don't have to agree with it, but when you, find, when you go to heaven, you'll find out I was right. No, 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 no. 
shouldn't have said that. That's a little flesh coming out there. Sorry about that. But but really, you know, it has nothing to do with our salvation. Okay, so it's knowing Christ, receiving Him as your Lord and Savior, repenting. Giving, that's the most important thing. But I just want to arm you because I'm hearing a lot about today evil. What's happening in the world has never happened like it is now. And what's the origin? Today, I want to cover with you the origin of evil. There's more evil in our world today than ever before. Human trafficking. Did you know we have a ministry monthly for human trafficking at Church on the Rock? We do. Uh, Human trafficking going on. Abortion, incest, rape, murder, racism, tyranny, terrorism, all this going on, all the evil that's going on. Well, well, what's the origin of evil? And where did it come from? I, I start off by quoting Joe Rogan. Now, I listen to his podcast sometimes. If you never have, that's okay. But Joe Rogan has the number one, they told me, podcast in the world. Has more followers on his podcast than anybody else in the world. Joe Rogan. He's out of Austin, Texas. I heard Joe Rogan say this. I'm not going to believe in a God who allows all the evil in the world today. That's what he said. He said, I I wouldn't serve your God because if your God was really God and good and cared, then he wouldn't allow all the evil in the world today. Well, that lets me know that Joe doesn't know the Bible. Joe doesn't understand the scriptures because God is not the originator of evil. Okay. So we're going to go line upon line. I encourage you to take these scriptures and go study them for yourself. One of my biggest resources over the years is Finnis Dake Bible. It's a Finnis Dake Bible. Finnis Dake was a Greek scholar. He taught in the university that Kim and I went to before we were ever there. Finnis Dake Bible is an amazing Bible. And everything I'm sharing with you is in his notes, in his Bible. Plus, there's other resources, books that were written in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. I'm quoting from early church fathers way, 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 way back. I'm quoting from we'll be giving you resources throughout the series. But let's begin and let's start off with some statements here. If we can go to the next page, guys, is the origin of Satan. Where did Satan come from? Who is he? What is he? How does he operate? Next, Satan uh, was once Lucifer. Lucifer was who he was at the very beginning. He was a created angel, Lucifer. He was the highest ranking cherubim angel in heaven. Okay. He basically, it was the father, the son, the Holy Spirit, and Lucifer. Lucifer is defined as light bearer light bearer. Now think about it. Light attracts. Sin is attractive, but deadly. So that's why it's so easy that the world, the majority are attracted to Lucifer through his fall became Satan. And they're attracted to him because he's a bearer of light. You ever heard of the city of lights? And look at Vegas and all the lights. People are attracted to light. That's why he has a natural bent for people to be naturally attracted to him, Satan, who was earlier Lucifer, okay? The archangel cherubim in heaven. 
Then we have Satan. So he was Lucifer, and in the fall of Lucifer, he became Satan. Name change. Satan means adversary. So your, your and my troublemaker are not other people. There are evil spirits behind those people. But our adversary is ultimately the devil. He wants to, you know, what's going on in Israel right now? You may say, oh, Pastor, Middle East, they've always had problems. Not like now. And if you want to know end times, you always study Israel. The Bible says that Israel is the navel of God. What does that mean? It's the center of his attention. As Israel goes, so goes the time clock. Satan wants to knock out Israel and the church. It's the only two things that's standing in his way. So he's our adversary. He's our troublemaker. He's our enemy. It's not people. Okay. Then devil is another name for him. So he was Lucifer, light bearer, created angel. But in his fall, he became, uh, he became Satan and the devil names for him. Devil means slanderer or accuser. So his job description is to slander God in our eyes and accuse us before God. Think about it. Think about our message at Church on the Rock. And I just want to tell you, doors are opening like crazy. November the 1st, we go on television all over Central Florida every week. All over Central Florida. All over. God's opening the doors for our TV ministry like never before. And people need to know God is a good God and God is for them. God is not angry at them. God is not mad at them. God is not out to kill them or steal from them. But the devil wants to twist the image of God before man so man won't serve God. He slanders God before men to make God look bad. And God's not behind disasters like insurance companies sometimes read. Accuser, he accuses us before God. That is the devil's job description. Next slide. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. So why are you teaching on this, Pastor? Well, with the, with the increasing of evil rampant across our world, and you and I need to be armed, prepared, and ready so that we can fight the good fight of faith and finish our race strong, leave a legacy, not be a victim, but a victor. Amen. So lest Satan, why am I teaching a series on Satan, demons, and angels? Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. I don't want Satan to have an advantage over your house. For we are not ignorant of his devices. You need to know, and if I'm a good pastor, teacher, explainer, that's what I am, pastor, teacher, explainer, then I will share with you the, the tools that he uses, the methods, the wiles, the schemes, and the devices, so we know when he's showing up, and how to respond. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Next slide, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. The devil doesn't wear a red suit. He doesn't have horns or a tail or a pitchfork. No. We're going to find out today he was the most beautiful creation God ever created. Lucifer, the fall, became Satan, and the devil 
was the most beautiful. All the sci-fi movies, all the crazy movies that has got him looking, uh, you know, terrible and ugly and uh, all of the above, they've got it wrong. He is the most beautiful creation God ever created. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. He comes into people's lives looking good, not evil or terrible. He comes as an angel of light. People are attracted to light. Next slide, guys. Next slide. John 10, 10. His, his methods, his schemes, the thief, that's the devil, comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. So anything that's stealing from you, killing and destroying is not God. It's the devil. I have come, Jesus said, that you would have life and have it more abundantly. Can somebody say praise God? So don't mix the two. Don't mix the two that anything that's taken from you, stolen from you, destroy in your life, that's the devil. But anything that's bringing life and good, that's God. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. God is a good God and the devil is a bad devil. God loves and the devil hates. God loves and the devil hates. The devil hates you. The devil hates the human race because you took his place on the earth. And that's why the devil hates you. Finally, my brethren, finally, Church on the Rock, get strong in the Lord. Whatever y'all have to do, everybody, get strong and stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand against the wiles, schemes, methods of the devil. We're supposed to recognize them, not be ignorant of them, of how he operates. Next verse, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, so our fight is not with humans. It's a spiritual fight. But every human has a spirit behind them, good and bad. Y'all with me, everybody? Said everything that's in the visible, there's an invisible world behind it. Everything that's visible, there's an invisible world behind it. That's Colossians chapter 1. I've been walking through the airport, and all of a sudden, people start screaming at me, cursing, yelling, calling me names. And my family, shocked and startled, say, Dad, what is that? I'd say, I have no idea. What is that? An evil spirit driving that person. Behind every human being, there's a good spirit and an evil spirit. Our fight is not with people, but it's with principalities. Now, we have here levels in the kingdom of Satan. Each have a mission statement or a purpose. Notice first is principalities. What do you call local governments? Principalities. There are evil spirits assigned to presidents, kings, governors, uh, mayors, councilmen, senators, congresswomen, congressmen, police force, all the above. There are good and bad spirits behind every human being against principalities, against powers, rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. Four levels in the kingdom of darkness 
each have a purpose. Next slide. Next slide. Ephesians 2, verse 2. Y'all still with me, everybody? Ephesians 2, verse 2. Wherein, in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The prince there is Satan and the devil, and the power are his demons. So he's the prince or the leader over demonic power of the air. Air there is atmosphere. So that lets me know that God doesn't cause hurricanes, tornadoes, storms, famines, or none of the above. Because who's behind everything that goes wrong in our atmosphere is the prince of the power of the air. And the prince is the devil, and the power he's over is demons on the earth. Demons on the earth. Demons are not angels, and angels are not demons. Okay? We'll look at that next Sunday. So let's go back there, can we, guys, real quick? Where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the atmosphere, air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Next slide now, Revelation 20. This is the devil's future. The next time the devil reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. Okay? As a Christian, our past is forgiven, our present is blessed, and our future is secure. As a Christian, our past is forgiven, our present is blessed, and our future is secure. Can I have a witness in the house? Okay? So this is Satan's future. And when the thousand years are expired, that's the millennial, Satan will be loosed out of his prison. Next verse, verse 8. And shall go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle. And the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Verse 9. Next verse. And they went up to the breadth of the earth and compass circled the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God of heaven and devoured them. Next verse. And the devil that deceived them was his master tactic. Deception. Deception. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. Liar, liar, father of lies, pants on fire, right? Into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented there day and night forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and then ever. That's Satan's future. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Isaiah 14. Now, Isaiah 14 tells us of the fall of Lucifer, okay? The fall of Lucifer. Why am I teaching this series? To arm you and prepare you to understand there's a real devil and there's a real hell. Someone came to me Thursday on staff and said, Pastor, here's the latest poll in America that it said that 52% of Americans don't believe in the devil, don't believe there is a devil or a hell. It simply means from those polls, Gallup and Pew Research, that one out of two people you meet today don't believe what I'm teaching today. They don't believe there's a real devil 
and they don't believe there's a real hell. So I'm teaching the word today so you and I will understand what's going on, why it's going on, and the origin of the evil on the earth and how we respond. Okay? So verse 9, we don't go there, but I encourage you to take these scriptures and study them throughout the week until next Sunday. But in verse 9, I don't have it for you. Verse 9 tells me where hell is. Isaiah 14, verse 9. Now, down through the years, 40 years here, I'd, tell, I'd say every once in a while, you know, hell's in the center of the earth. I have people come up after the service. How do you know that? How do you find out? Well, where do you think it is? Out in space someplace? Okay. Verse 9 says it's in the center of the earth. Isaiah 14, 9 says it's in the center of the earth. Hell. Okay. So how are you fallen from heaven? This is God talking to Lucifer, which means light bearer. He's a created angel. He's a cherub. He's the highest of the highest rank of angels. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Son of the morning. Son there is a reference to him, Lucifer. And the morning, the morning star is a reference to Jesus Christ. Jesus created Lucifer. You say, Pastor, come on, read your Bible. Colossians chapter one, it says that Jesus Christ created everything. Everything. He created everything. Now, did he create all the angels? Yes, he did. But did he create Lucifer to become Satan? No, he didn't. Lucifer did that out of his own heart. He was created good to be good, but he chose to rebel against God and the hierarchy of heaven. Son of the morning, how are you cut down to the ground? Look at this. This is the fall of Satan. This happened way before Adam and Eve in the garden, way back. And he said, you are cut down to the ground, which you did weaken the nations. So on the earth at this time, Lucifer was over the earth. He was over nations. That tells me there were nations, pre-Adamic race, before Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. This is Genesis 1-1 and 1-2, okay? The pre-Adamic race. There was a race. There were nations. There were kingdoms. There were kings on the earth, ruled and led by Lucifer way before Adam and Eve in the Garden. So you did weaken the nations, verse 13. Next verse, for thou hast said in your heart, y'all see that family? Joe Rogan needs to see this. Evil started, originated in the heart of Lucifer. In the heart of Lucifer, he was thinking it and then he acted on it. The origin of all evil in the world today started with Lucifer who rebelled against God and became Satan and the devil. It started in his heart. As a man thinketh in his heart, out of the abundance of your heart, right? You believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. All the evil, all, all, all the racism, the bigotry, the rape, the abortion, the wars, the terrorism, the murder, the, the child trafficking and slavery, it all started with him in his heart. He is the evil one. And everything evil originated with him. He said in his heart, look at the I wills. Look at the I wills. I will ascend or go up to heaven. 
So he's not in heaven. He's on earth. And he said, I'm going to leave the earth and I'm going to go up to heaven where God is. I will ascend to heaven and I will exalt my throne. So he had a throne on the earth. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will set also on the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Down through the years 40, I'd say once in a while, you know, heaven is in the northern part of the universe. People would say, how do you know that, Pastor? I mean, Pastor, you've been eating White Castle. You, where are you coming from? Right here. Where's he going to heaven? On the sides of the north, the northern part of the universe. That's where heaven is. Verse 14. Next, I will ascend. Look at the I wills. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. Now, in the hierarchy, it was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and Lucifer. He was the anointed cherub. Cherubs are the highest class of angels, and he was over them. So what is he doing? He's saying, I'm going to take my armies, and I'm going to take over God's role. What's that called? Pride, and pride comes before a fall. Next verse, verse 15. Yet you shall be brought down to hell. This is what God's telling him. You will be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Next verse, verse 16. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, is this the man? Now, these are the people in hell that have gone to hell as a result of following Satan. And when he's cast into hell, remember, at the end of the millennium, lake of fire, when he's cast into there, all the people that followed him that he sent there are going to be there in a riot to receive him and do anything they can to harm him. This is all in the Bible. They that see thee will nearly look upon thee, consider thee, and they're going to say, is this, is this the man that made the earth tremble? Is this the one that shook what? Kingdoms. So there were nations and kingdoms and kings on the earth at that time. Next verse, verse 17. That made the world as a wilderness, and you destroyed the cities. Notice at that time, there were cities and kingdoms and nations and kings that opened not the house of his prisoners. Next slide. 18. All the kings, there were kings, there were nations, even all of them lie in glory, everyone in his own house. Next slide. Next slide. Now let's go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel talks about Satan. It talks about the devil. It talks about, again, the fall of Lucifer. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, verse 12, Ezekiel 28, Son of man, take up lamentation against the king of Tyre, and say unto him, Thus says the Lord God. Now, you can look at any commentary, and it will tell you. You can look at any, any Bible research, and most of them will agree it's talking to the spirit behind the king. It's talking to the devil. Remember, there's the invisible behind every visible. There's a good spirit or evil spirit behind every human being. And so he's actually talking to Satan. Son of man, take a lamentation against the king of Tyre and say unto him, thus says the Lord God. Look at this. You sealed up the sum. You were full of wisdom and you were perfect in beauty. 
He's talking to the devil. Satan, who was Lucifer, was the most beautiful creature God ever created. The wisest, the most beautiful creature Jesus ever created. Verse 13. Verse 13. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. What's this? Satan, devil, Lucifer was in Eden before Adam and Eve in the garden? He said, you've been in Eden. He ruled and reigned the earth from Eden, the garden of God. That's why he hates humanity so much. That's why he was in the garden when Adam and Eve were created in there because they were replacing him, right? Didn't God say, I give you authority over the earth? So you've replaced Satan in his kingdom, and that's why he hates you so much. You replaced him. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. You were beautiful. Names the stones. And the workmanship of your tabernacles. he led worship. He was over worship in heaven. And the pipes were prepared in thee the day that you were what? So Satan, devil, earlier Lucifer, is a created angel. He's a fallen angel. Okay. Next verse, verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. Cherubs are the highest ranks of angels. There are different ranks and files of angels. And he was the anointed one above them all. I have set you there. You were upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire in front of the altar of God. Next verse, next slide. You were perfect in all of your ways. You were perfect, the most beautiful, the wisest, covered with all those jewels and diamonds and tapestry. You led worship and praise in heaven. You ruled over the earth, over kings and nations and kingdoms, and yet you rebel. You were perfect in your ways from the day that I created you until sin was found in you. The origin of all evil is Satan, who was Lucifer. It all started there until iniquity was found in you. Next verse. Next. Okay. By the multitude of your merchandise, you filled the midst of you with violence. Now, look at that phrase, church family. Don't miss it. The multitude of your merchandise. In the NIV version of the Bible, it says, through your wisdom, you created wealth. Through your wisdom, merchandise, that's trading. That's business. That's enterprise. So I want to present to you that really the fall of Lucifer wasn't just pride. It was the love of money. It was the love of money. It was not money, but the love of money. Because when you get money, you get power. And when you have money and power, you get prideful. And you think that you can rule and reign over other classes of people. We call that the elite, right? By the multitude of your merchandise, you filled the midst of thee with violence, and you have sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Thy heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Who's he talking to? Satan, devil, earlier, Lucifer. Thou hast corrupted by your wisdom and by the reason of your brightness. I will cast you to the ground. I will lay thee before kings 
that they will behold you. Oh my goodness, that's amazing, isn't it? And, and here we see the fall of Lucifer and why he fell as the team comes through pride, through money, the love of it, and power. I'm thinking of a scripture in the New Testament. It's 1 Timothy chapter 6. For the love of money is the root of all evil. For the love, not money, the love of money is the root of all evil. Satan fell over the love of money and his power and his beauty and his wisdom and his pride, and that was the cause of the fall of Lucifer, who became Satan and the devil, who's out there today, roaming with his demons, trying to steal, kill, and destroy you and me. But good news, you have authority over the devil. Come on, somebody. You have authority over the devil. And the greater one lives in you. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps, where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week, and don't forget that God is for you.